Hello, teens. You're listening to Jurgen, the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm Sam Canning, and this is the longest summer of my life. And I don't mean that in a good way. And I'm Jordan Canning. Here, take my baby. <laughs> oh, whole lot of babies coming at you. Whole lot of babies uh, going did on. Did you watch? Did you watch the wrong episode? Did you watch this? Did you watch the the series premiere again? No, I actually did watch episode. Where Amy has babies hurled at her. No. <laughs> Now this is really funny. Just just a little bit of parallels. Just a little just bit a, of parallels. Just a funny do, you know, do you know what the funniest thing about this episode is? It. It's season four, episode <laughs> twenty. Nice, nice, right? Let's um, not this, talk about that anymore for the rest it's of the episode. What, yeah, not for no, no, no more. We're done. Um, see, this is episode. This is called Strange Familiar. Title watch. Um. Now I did like the part when Amy. Uh, summoned like a like a using witchcraft she summoned like a mysterious <laughs> when cat. she summoned a scamp yeah and that was her strange familiar you know Report- i'm curious is strange uh-huh. is that a reference to the thing is strange familiar like a song title is it is was strange familiar a thing in the episode did someone say it well there's apparently an american pop rock band from cuyahoga falls ohio called the strange familiar that and i don't sound- think that's what uh Brenda's mine. Oh shit! Okay, mine. hold on, hold on. Huh? Huh? Wait, wait. Okay, <laughs> you know what? I was, I was like, I'm sure that's a coincidence. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. I've never heard of this group. Okay, now listen here. Okay. The group was originally formed in 2006 by the husband and wife singer-songwriter team Jeff Andrea and Kira Layden, former members of the popular Akron, Ohio band Jaded Era. Their first single, Courage Is, gained them significant attention after it was heavily promoted on ABC Family to launch a new series. Which series? Um, If it's 7th Heaven or Secret Life of the American Teenager, I'm going to fucking lose it. It's the Secret Life of the American Teenager! Yes, 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 yes! Woo! holy shit yeah. <laughs> oh my god the, the band first gained national attention with their song courage is from their self-released ta- debut you can't go back ep which was used in trailers and promotions for the new hit abc family the secret life of the american teacher in 2006 Lyr- quote, oh, lyrically and tonally the song couldn't have been more perfect for the show says stacy uh asturias creative director at abc family Plus, it's a really beautiful song in its own right. We love to hear great new music, and so does our fan base. Uh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quickly look up this song, and uh, like I'll, I'll, I'll pop, I'll pipe some, some in. Yeah, I feel like I want to pop some poppers now. That was awesome. Some party is strange, familiar. Okay, here we go. Pop a bottle of champagne for that one. This doesn't sound familiar at all, but I okay. <laughs> so okay. we begin we begin <laughs> this episode i was i was not ready for that oh my god this episode begins with george oh uh, oh uh first of all oh yes this episode was written by brenda hampton and paul perlove paul's back yeah, we're back in here. paul's world it's been a while i think yeah i think so uh, I feel like by the last Anson time Williams. paul i feel like the last time paul took the reins it was something i didn't like but i don't remember which one 
it was. Yeah, I think the last episode that really sticks out in my mind as being a Paul episode was the one, I think it was the one that Val was on, that I said was one of the worst episodes of the entire show. Maybe. I think it was, I think it was during, like, Badrian shit, when oh, Adrian no. and Amy were, like, at each other's throats, and it was just, like, really mean. I think that was a Paul one. It sounds like it. So, uh, how, what, how'd, you, how'd you feel about this episode? Uh, you know... <laughs> I can't remember anything that happens in this episode, because really nothing happens in this episode. I think... I mean, obviously the episode was really mean to Amy. Every episode is mean to Amy. Um, And on a subject that we've discussed before, I think that we are maybe getting into the the point where I I have to stop making excuses for Amy and just say, unfortunately, they have character assassinated her. She might just suck now. I think so. Because she's got some pretty shitty attitudes in this one. It's true. I, I was still on her side. I'm on her side. I don't think that what she's upset about is is wrong. No, I th- I think that I think that everybody's being really mean to her, but also she was being shitty. It's true. Uh, uh, about something. Uh, I also just thought this episode was fucking stupid. It was a really dumb one. Let's go talk about it. I think that I, I think that this might be the rest of the show. I think it's I just going to so. be this stupid. Now, quick Let's note talk about this from episode. you for me is that um you may have heard. You personally, that I've been having air conditioning troubles. I, I have uh, heard that. The the landlords, bless their hearts, have set up a temporary chiller. However, oh, it good. does not work very well. So I want to keep this one a little bit brief because it is extremely hot and I have to turn off the fans. Okay. So let's go. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you must turn on the fans I'm again. I'm not going to I... turn on the fans. Let's go. George, <laughs> this is that we get a scene that gets repeated 100 times this episode uh-huh. where God. George like wakes up Nora and he's like, hey, it's 1.30 a.m. I got to go to Kathleen because her kid's been arrested. Now can I want you. Can you watch Roboruto sleep? No, I don't trust you. No, I don't. Yeah, so so like Nora's like Nora's like no one would trust me. I'm a convict and uh, ex convict, and he's like, hey, I trust you, and I just did, need to. Did take you the- say by the way that, that Tom and Jacob got arrested? I did say that Tom and Jacob got arrested. Okay, good. Tom, just, Tom, Tom and Jacob got arrested. They're full on. Well, they're not in jail, but they were arrested. And uh, well, they're in jail. They're just not in prison. And George finds this as an excellent opportunity to get his nut off. So yeah, it's it's really unclear. He's just like, oh, I need to go with Kathleen because I'm horny. I don't know. He's horny. You know yeah, that's yeah. why. So anyway, uh, Nora Nora's... says that she can't babysit, and then she says, "She says, well, I, I can, I can help Kathleen. I can go take her to the police station." But George says, "You're a criminal," and she says, "Yes." And then Nora's like, "So he's like, yeah, I'll just give you the baby monitor," and he hands it to her. And then, and then Nora's <laughs> like, "Look, Anne will never trust you if you let me watch Ravi." And then, sorry, Rapporto. And then Thank George. You. Uh, snatches the baby monitor back and is like, "Never mind, goodbye." Yep. And then he calls I his daughter. I changed my mind. I don't know. He calls his what? daughter at one a.m. By the way, does does Nora think that if she goes to the police station, they're just gonna be like, "Hey, there she is, get her!" It's like in Oblivion when you have a bounty. It's like uh-huh. just speaking to a guard. Stop right yeah. there, criminal scum. Yeah. Um, uh, so he calls his daughter. Has at, been released, but she's been released from prison. All her stats went down. Uh, so he calls <laughs> Amy at one a.m. And she's just, he's two, just like, 2 a.m. Hey, 2 a.m., sorry. he She's in couch, and he's like, hey, I need to go see wife number one, get it? It's funny. Yeah. And then, so can you please he's watch. He's like, oh, no, you got me saying it. No, you got me saying it. And she's like, he's like, watch Roberto for me. And Amy hates it. And Ricky's like, what's going on? And then, yeah, I Ricky, don't even... Ricky being nice boy, Ricky's just like, oh, does he need me to watch Roberto? I would do anything for George. I quite frankly do not understand why. 
George needs to drive Kathleen. I get that there's this thing about Rachel's car has been impounded or something. I, I'm i starting to suspect that Kathleen might somehow not have a car. I think so, too. I mean, she, what the, is she? She definitely, I don't know, because, okay, she, George is, uh, Amy and Ricky are like, no, bye. I mean, Ricky's like, yes, but Amy says no, bye. Yeah, Ricky is then, on George's side this whole fucking Yeah, and episode. then we get another moment of George going, Nora, I trust you. Big no, speech, blah, no, blah, blah, just no, kidding, no, no, I no, lied. no, 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 no. So he calls Kathleen, and she's like, okay, I, I guess I'll just I'll take, take a, a taxi to the police station and then drive them back in Rachel's car. Yeah. I guess she doesn't have a car. Or is the- oh, okay. Wait, maybe maybe we're being stupid. It's just, maybe because, the, it's just because she needs to drive Rachel's car back, I guess. That's it, that's it. She just needs someone else, because Tom can't drive it back, Jacob is 12, we got it. Okay. She just needs someone else to drive the car. We're we're stupid. Okay. Kathleen says, uh, I need to get used to the idea of taking care of myself. And George says, well, your husband's going to be home soon. And then Kathleen <laughs> says, no, he won't. I talked to him. So bye, Jeff. I'm so sorry. Whoever's playing Jeff, you're not getting paid for this one ever again. I mean, he oh, hasn't been Jeff, on the show. I, yeah. Jeff's last appearance was the time that Amy went to pajamas. Oh, that was in season three. I'm pretty sure that was his last appearance in the show. Was that season uh, Lady three Liberty or season was the episode? Was that season name. three? Oh no no no! Season... Oh no no! I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No. IMDb says that that's his last appearance. He does. He does appear again after that. I don't and he has a, when, he has but... an excellent photographic appearance when we first meet uh, Daniel. Yeah, because Jeff appears again, and then Kathleen gives her Joker speech. That's okay, right. so by the way, Kathleen is like, I need to get used to the idea of taking care of myself. She's running the household ninety nine percent of the fucking time, but she has a husband, so she never she doesn't know how to take care of herself. That's true. Uh, um, her husband he, Jeff's here every there. every three days. Jeff's here for three days every six months, but he's taking care of me all the time. So, um, she, she uh, George calls Anne, who is in uh-huh. Europe. She's Europe. she is in France. She's in France in a French shop in France, and you can tell because she's speaking perfect French. Yeah, and she and she's like, ah, oh, oh, Ashley, oh, you, oh, hey, hey, George, sorry, it's just me and Ashley. Ashley's just out of frame, she's smiling just... and laughing and having a good time. <laughs> Ashley, get out from under that clothing rack. <laughs> what a card. <laughs> oh, oh, Ashley, I'm sure you'll appear later. Ashley, that invisibility cloak is looking great on you. The second, the second that Ashley was like, or that Anne was like, oh, I'm just here with Ashley, and Ashley wasn't on screen. I was like, she's not appearing in this episode. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> sir, not appearing in this episode. Yeah, uh, um, George, George, just out of nowhere, he like calls up Anne, and he's like, Anne, are are we definitely done for real? <laughs> and Anne says, Yep. And he goes, Good. No, because what? I just I just called to say I can't do it anymore, Anne. And it's just like, okay, okay. that's fine. She I'm says, okay I've, se- I've seen this show. I know where this is going, George. Uh, this is not the end. The tone difference is very... Because, like, Anne, Anne's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We're done. We're over. And George's like, no, but you don't... No, Anne. No, you don't understand, Anne. It's very funny to me that this is the first time George has talked in, like, serious voice ever. <laughs> He's just like, look, Anne, it's over. They're just like, What? I and, I can think of one other time that he's talked in serious voice, and the only the re- only reason I can remember it is because it's in an episode that I've watched like fifteen times. <laughs> That's true. Um, Come on, Anna, I, I want you back. I I punched that guy in the nose. How's Mimsy? <laughs> uh, yeah. So so Anne's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out of frame and hang out with Ashley. And George says, okay, bye. You don't understand, Anne. It's over. I'm sad, and you're not. So Kathleen tells Grace uh, to talk to Jacob this weekend, and she says. Oh, I, I'm I'm going to that. I already I already was going to before you said that. And then Kathleen spends the next like ten minutes being like, "No, Grace, you don't get it. You need to talk to Jacob." 
And she's like, yeah. Uh, Grace explains, or Kathleen explains the situation of like, oh, you got to talk to Jacob because Tom, he had to resort to driving in a car with Tom and Tom went to jail. And, uh, oh, and, oh, and we do get, we do get uh, indirect, vague confirmation. But yes, the police were following Tom because he was driving a stolen car, APB confirmed. So yeah, so I guess Rachel called it in. Rachel called the police. Oh, hell yeah, to have good Tom job. arrested. Uh, <laughs> never let him out. Yeah. So that's when, uh, Gr- oh, this is, this rules. Um, Tom, Grace is, that, there's too many people on this show. Yeah. Kathleen tells Grace that Some of them need Tom to get on some planes. Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen tells Grace that Tom wasn't arrested because the police officer knew Marshall, and then Grace, like, puts oh, on her epic. Joker, she puts on her Joker makeup, and she's oh, like, so epic. wasn't a woman police officer. Oh my god, that's Damn. so cool. Damn, Marshall's fucking owned right now in, in Devastated. hell. Devastated. He's in hell. destroyed. He just went uh, down another layer in hell because of that. Kathleen, by the way, is basically telling Grace, like, that th- this is this is her fault. Like, it's you. if you if had you talked, had to, talked Jacob, to Jacob, Tom wouldn't have stolen a car. This is not Grace's fucking fault. <laughs> Grace didn't make Tom steal a car. Yeah, Kathleen's like, you need to do a little bit of growing. Oh no, she's talking to Tom when she says this, I think. They're just no, no, yeah, now. she, yeah, she's lecturing Grace about how she needs to fucking grow up, and and the whole time Grace is just like, yeah, I'm gonna talk to him. I already said that. No, 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 no. She's talking to, uh, she's talking to Tom. I think. No, Tom's not in this scene. Yeah, because because Tom's moving back in the house. This Tom is no, here Tom, now. We, no, no, no. Tom Tom appears when Milton is talking to him. No, no, no. Because because. Oh, what in the world happened to my notes here? I think I think your notes got mixed up. Kathleen is talking to Grace and then Kathleen says once once uh Rachel moves out. Yes, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Yeah, Ka- I'm I'm going to give you, you lot, yes. I'm going to give you the guest house. Jacob's going to get your room because he's going to live here forever, I guess. What the fuck uh, was Tom- the, what was the fuck was the point of Grace moving in with Adrian? Genuinely. What came of that? Because now Grace, uh, Grace was like, "Please let me move out. Please let me stay with with Adrian." And now she's like, "Yeah, get the I know the point. House. I know the point. I know the point." If huh? Grace didn't live with Adrian, we wouldn't have gotten a scene of them in their underwear. Nice. So um, Milton is lecturing Tom, and he's oh, like, wait, "I want to say one thing about one more thing uh-huh. about the scene, which yeah, is yeah. the part where Grace like turns herself into an RPG for a second. Because, like, Kathleen, they have this heartfelt scene where she's like, all right, we're going to talk about Jacob now. And then Grace just says, let's talk about the car. And then they, like, discuss. <laughs> and then she's like, all right, what about Rachel? And I was just, like, <laughs> she's playing Mass Effect or something. Do you have Tell anything more. we can use against the Geth? Tell me more about the Reapers. A lot of Mass Effect <laughs> content in these last few episodes. Man, I love Mass Effect. Okay, we're talking about, we're talking with our best friend Milton, who is now, like, the nice... Ni- Remember when Milton was like, I'm so glad to steal this mailroom job from this guy with Milton Down was syndrome. introduced to the show as a fucking guy who, like, lost his career because he was doing, like, illegal lobbying. And now he's, and then like, he, responsible... And, then, to, and he stole a job from a guy with Down syndrome and rubbed it in his I mean, he didn't steal face. it. He got the job. They, he got the job he, they and both he's, like, rubbing it in. But, he's like, he's like, but then he spent, like, his next, like, five fucking appearances were him, like, just taunting this guy. 
And now he's, he's like, like, oh, hey, re- hey, remember me? I got that job, idiot. He, and like, Tom's got like, into okay. a fucking chrysalis and emerged with a nice plaid shirt. He's and making he's like, sense in the face he's now. Nice, he's like a nice TV dad now. He's, like, calling Tom little buddy. Yeah, he's, like, he's I'd like, do anything for you, buddy. And then Tom says, I changed my mind about Rachel. I don't want her to move out. <laughs> Why? And Milton Why? S- Why? Why? And Milton says... I thought you didn't want a family, and Tom says that was before the family got a car! Tom needs a car. Now first, now you may be wondering, hey, isn't Tom, like, a v- executive at a, at a high-powered company? Can he buy his own car? <laughs> Why does he need to keep a family around so he can use the car that he's not allowed to drive? I mean, I... I... Like, the show introduced this plot point of, like, oh, Tom's always wanted a car that he can drive, like, ten fucking seconds ago, and now he's trying to get Milton to dump Rachel over the fact that Rachel owns a car. Tom could probably- That car is mine! The car is mine! I only want Milton for the car. Or, I only want Rachel for the car. (laughs) Milton is like, I love Rachel, I want to marry her. And Tom's like, over my dead fucking body, bitch, that car is mine. Uh, Why doesn't Milton just, like, buy Tom a car? Why would he? Because David fucking Johnson bought Amy a car, like, five seconds before Anne broke up with him forever. Who? Remember David Johnson? Gaftio? Who? I'm just saying that rich people buy people cars <laughs> in, on this, in this show, show all the yes. time. Um, so, uh, so yeah. <laughs> Tom needs a car and therefore must have family. Yes. And then so we George... get a scene of George telling Amy that to quit her job so he can pay her to just be on call. Literally, hours. he tells her, I, I will pay you to be available to come to my house anytime and watch Roberto so I can, quote, do my thing. He is horny. If He's so only horny. there was some way that Roberto could be watched by Amy during the hours that she's usually working at the nursery. No, but, but this is not the issue. The issue is what if it's 2 a.m.? Why does he need to go fuck Kathleen at 2 a.m.? You never know when, you never know when Georgie horny. Yeah, you I know when Georgie horny it always. So you never know. Just when he's fucking, wake up. just fucking go fuck Kathleen while Amy's working at the nursery. Leave Roboroto there, and then during the refractory period, take care of your fucking son. Can I just suggest? Why doesn't Moose watch Roboroto? He can call. He he can dial nine one one. He can dial nine one one. I'm what at a loss trying need? to think of any reason, reason that Moose you? shouldn't watch Roboroto. <laughs> There is none. <laughs> no, seriously, that's it. Take Rabor to the fucking nursery. Amy can watch him at work. And then fucking let Moose watch him. Have him have him ready to dial 911 if Roboroto's <laughs> head explodes or something. And then, you know, if, if anything goes wrong, George will come home and say, bad whitey. Yeah, I mean, Moose can probably, like, like order takeout, right? He can order takeout. He can probably change a diaper. I don't understand fully how old Roberto is. I feel like he's been alive he, for... <laughs> I think he, he should be two by now, I'm pretty sure. So, <laughs> sure. Pretty wild that we haven't gotten a single mention of Roberto's, like, birthday at any point. He's anyway, perma-baby. 
So, yeah, George is basically saying, Amy, your mother, what else is there that you could possibly want to do with your time? Amy even says, even Amy even says, like, if, you know, church nursery has a lot more. Just put him in the fucking nursery, you idiot. And And he says, they're not open 24 hours. And he's like, the nursery is great. It's got music programs and art. And then he's like, kids can't even play. What do they play in the recorder? Uh, This fucking freak. I hate this guy. He says, the nursery is not open 24 hours, but Kathleen's pussy is. And she says, well, I'm not open 24 hours, so fuck off. And then George, uh... oh, yeah, <laughs> Amy says, why does if George just take Roborto and maybe just sort of leave him with Grace or Jacob while he, you know, 30 seconds, nut, and then take him home? Yeah, I mean, George is really close with Jacob. He's super <laughs> So, I mean, so, here's the thing about George is that he is canonically closer and more friendly with the Bowman children than his own. Like with yeah. Tom and Grace, they one of them would be happy to watch her Boruto for him. Yeah, we'll talk more about that yes. later. So Amy says, if there's one thing you should have learned from me by now, it's that you can't have a baby and continue to live your normal life. I don't know why George had to learn this lesson from his daughter and not from his own life where he has three fucking kids. But OK, uh, seems uh, and then George never says, taken care of his. Also, Anne is coming back in a fucking week to take care of her Boruto. Oh, He's but I want to so, go fuck Kathleen His now. balls are so fucking blue. He cannot. <laughs> he cannot. Yeah, so, also. Yes. So Amy Ugh. says, you can't just keep living your normal life with a baby. And then George says, well, I can today. Uh, Roberto's going to be up in 20 minutes. Bye. And he just runs out the fucking door, leaving Amy st- stuck having to watch this baby. Disgraceful adult man cry. Absolutely fucking unacceptable, George. Go to Horrible. jail. I hope Amy tells Anne about this. Hey, remember It'll when never we were be talking- brought up again. Remember when we were talking about how... Uh, Ben was like, hey, we shouldn't go breaking into the butcher shop after hours because there's security cameras and, and my boss watches well, Bunny, them literally every morning. Bunny walks and then Dylan in and says, says <laughs> Dylan says, don't worry, I can hack the feed. And I was like, well, no, because Bunny's, you're, Bunny's definitely going to see this. Well, Bunny saw it. Well, Bunny saw it. Oh, wow. Who could have seen that coming? But it's okay. She's fine with it. She does make Ben tell his dad because what if... In the in the interim, when the door is swinging open, like I don't know, someone comes in to rob the place. Maybe. <laughs> I do like that Ben. Ben is like, uh, "Oh, come on, it was harmless." And Bunny says, "No. What if someone had seen the door unlocked and come in to to rob the there store? There is mob or beat money you up? here. There is mob money here. We know this. No, <laughs> it's just, she says, rob the store or beat you up.'" So if we're Someone's waiting, like, oh, we're here. An open door. That guy's inside. I'm going to kick his ass. You and I are sitting in our car waiting outside the butcher shop. And we're like, finally, finally a chance to beat someone up indoors. <laughs> we're sh- it's finally our chance to beat the shit out of Ben. And then maybe Ricky will come downstairs. Oh, yeah. She was talking about too. us. Yeah. So Ricky comes over and <laughs> no, then no, Ben's. No, 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 no. It's the say it guy waiting for round two. Oh, shit. I'll bring back say it guy. Oh, man, he's ready to go super say it. It's new teen school, say it. Uh, so Ricky comes over and Ben starts taunting him. He's like, oh, Amy doesn't want to get married. And then Adrian comes in because there's nothing he's to like, say about that, Ricky. Thing. She says, I've Adrian got our finalized in. divorce papers. Here yeah, I she am. said, I, I wanted to come here and talk to you because who cares that you're on the clock? Clearly nobody. Uh, ben is like, oh, I had I had a great evening last night. I'm in a great mood. And she's like. Uh, I'm I'm upset that you're not being appropriately sad. And he says, about? And she says, the divorce. And he says, pardon? He didn't know. Did he forget? 
He forgot that. Well, he forgot they were getting a divorce, and also Leo never told him that the papers had arrived. I guess I don't. I don't. I know. I know that he didn't know the papers were here. But yes, it does seem but like surely he, did. he should know that they're getting divorced. Uh, what? What? Who are you to say that Ben would remember his? The fact That's that he's getting a divorce. Very, very true. He forgot that he was married to Amy. He probably forgot he was married to Adrian. <laughs> well, you know, it really never mattered. Um, so she's like, she's like, I'm just here so we can part amicably. And then she's like, good luck. And I she quotes uh, Leo and says that I'm so grateful. You're like God. You're and like Bill God Gates and Bill and, Gates and, and, you know, Jesus. And who was it? God, Bill Gates it's and Gandhi. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. That's right. Uh yeah, she says, I hope we can part amicably. Also, my boyfriend's great and he fucks me all the time real good. Uh, but bye. I've never spoken to him before. If only, yeah, if only Rick, he would teach yeah, we, me. I have I have spoken to him. We're just done with that. We're doing uh, completed. So Ricky um, walks over and he goes, uh, so it's official, huh? And Ben is sad. And I don't know about you. It's It was very like surreal for me. I'm, I'm just like, man, I cannot like picture Ben and Adrian like being a couple. It's, it was not that long ago. It was very bad. It I pushed it out of my so memory. so weird and unnatural. Oh, but this is, like, this is, Ben puts on his Joker makeup and he's like, well, at least she married me. Because Ricky. Yeah, I didn't. Ricky. Oh, is that, Ricky, I, is that what yes, he fucking It was a meant? jab thought, about how Ricky isn't married to Amy yet. I thought that he was just being like, oh man, Adrian's great and it, I, I, it no, means no, a lot no, to no. me It's that about how Ben is married and Ben was married and Ricky's not. Because now he's got one divorce under his belt. He's on yeah. his way to, to Ben drowned to fucking, in divorces. <laughs> he's on his way to fucking, uh, Dylan. Uh, what's Shangri- Shangri-La of divorce. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Dylan, Dylan is here. Uh, returning to the fucking scene of the crime, I guess. <laughs> she left some DNA evidence. Yeah, so, uh, okay, so here's what happened, okay? Uh, this might, this might have been, like, after a commercial break or a fallen in love or something. I, I don't remember, but, no, this can't, can't have been fallen in love. We're way too it was far. A commercial, it was a commercial. Commercial break. Okay, so Dylan comes in, and I guess what, what happened between now and the last part was that, uh, Dylan had said, like, hey, Ben, do you want to hang out after work? And he said... I can't. I have to go see Adrian. I think that she's like having she's, some stress yeah. or whatever about the divorce. I want to go talk to her. And she's oh, upset. No. And she walks in and she says, Ben, I made it clear how I feel about your ex-wives. And then Bunny comes over and <laughs> the weirdest exchange. Well, you, one thing you got to know about Bunny is that they she, she ginger. And that's very funny. Bunny says to Dylan, I didn't know you were a ginger. Didn't show up on the security cam. And they start like... Just like having Talking a chat about their, about their shared hair. hair color, and Bunny says she puts bacon grease in her hair. Yeah, Dylan's like, "Oh, how do you get that shine?" And Bunny uh, says, "Bacon grease," and that's the end of that conversation. Uh, that's so gross. Imagine it. Uh. Yeah. So I mean, that uh, would make it shiny with slick with grease. Yeah. By the way, Dylan, Dylan is full evil now. They've been on one date, and she's demanding that he sever all ties with I have Amy. A theory, and I have a I have a game theory. Okay. I think Ben is just fundamentally a corrupting influence. Like, like it's not necessarily anything he does. Yeah. It's just sort of the aura that he's he gives tainted. off. He's tainted, and, like, he cannot be in a relationship he, with a woman. Someone needs to fucking do an exorcism on this team. <laughs> I think so. He needs a cultivator. There's, there's clearly some kind of evil yokai haunting him. <laughs> what is happening? He's got a fucking Castlevania monster in him. Ben Ben Boykovich's gone Natsume Yujinsho. Sure. That's a reference for me. Okay. Um, Someone might... Anyway. Uh, that's that's so, what ben, Ben's stand is just fucking... It makes people mean. It makes his partners mean. 
Yeah. Uh, so Amy is on the phone uh, with Ricky, venting about her dad. And <laughs> I guess Ricky, who signs of course, Ricky's on? Can't you just can be you, hey, on 24 wait. hours? Yes. Yeah, fucking guess whose side Ricky's on. Gotta Ricky's side like, with the oh, man. Amy, you're being so unreasonable. It's none of your... He tells if her that George... it's none of her business what George is doing. If George wants to indulge... Kath... Sorry, hold on. Let me try this again. If George wants to indulge Kathleen Bowman's pussy at 3 a.m., okay. you gotta get up. And fucking watch John Anyway, uh, he, so, yeah, like, George is fucking forcing Amy, like, right now, at this moment, at this Amy, moment. Is, Amy is stuck watching her Boruto, because George just fucking ran out the door, like, he Amy can't dong leave now. ditched her with a baby. <laughs> and, and, and Ricky is, like, telling her that she needs to fucking chill and slow her roll and be attitude. like, oh, well, I'm sure George has his reasons. Oh my god! And then Amy does psychology and explains her psychology and says that I don't I don't want George to care more about wife number one than he does about my mom. And then Ricky says, and I quote, I'm sure that must be really hard on you for, for some, some reason, reason. <laughs> and then hangs up on her. Ricky has, like, zero emotional intelligence. I think he's he has negative. fucking douchebag. He's not only a douchebag, he's just like... Wow, I guess that must be very hard on you for some reason. I don't know. I've He's never such had... an asshole. Like, like he knows what man pain is, and that's where it cuts off. But he only uses his man pain as a way to like gain advantage. And that's situations. true. That's the only re- he sides with George because George has man pain and Amy has woman pain. He doesn't understand that. Well, women, woman pain is when it's her time of the month. Why is she so cranky? God, Amy. She uses her choice to to. It's Without your the choice. To, plot of the episode. It's your choice not to get emancipated, Amy. Yeah. So you, Nora walks in and she's says like, hi oh, to hey. Amy, and then they start in, in a similar way to how uh, how George. it's just a plot point now that that Tom needs a car. Amy and Nora start talking about like everyone knows that Roberto screams and cries louder than any other it's, baby. We all know this. We everyone uh, knows this. They start talking about how she's babysitting the screamer, uh, and they are having a fun bonding moment about how fucking loud and awful that baby is. He sucks. He would and be a worse And Amy says, ninja. "Hey, hey, is George in love with Kathleen?" And Nora says, "I'm not a snitch." It's funny because she was in prison. Because she was in prison, if you remember Do you that. Get it? So Amy says, uh, "If George and Anne are happy, then I can be happy." And Nora says, "George has been saying the same thing lately, but Amy." You and your family need to understand, you can't base your happiness on other people's happiness, which is great advice, but I have a quick note. Um, Amy said, I my happiness is relying on my parents' happiness, and Nora says, George has been saying the same thing about you, and he well, really hasn't? That's a complete lie. George's happiness does not, he does not give a fuck about Amy's happiness. In He's fact, like, I he, need Anne to be happy. In fact, he makes himself deliberately happier when Amy is miserable. He absolutely does not give a single shit about Amy's happiness. Or Ashley's. Or Or Ashley's. I I think that George cares more about Ashley's happiness. He does care more about about Ashley's, but he he really just cares about his own nut and maybe Anne. Yeah. So Amy says, she says, oh, it's, you know, you can tell me it's totally fine if George still loves wife number one. I I really don't care. I just want to know. And Nora says, well, okay. I do think that he's in love with your. He always has been, always will be. And Amy immediately starts, starts fucking crying. sobbing. Well done. Well, th- thanks, Brenda. It's very, it's very stupid. And then John runs over and starts punching Nora in the leg. 
It's one of the weirdest <laughs> moments on the entire show. It's very weird. It's very John's fucking pissed, dude. He's pissed. But like it's it's such a like baby acting moment because John just runs over with like a big smile on his face. He's like, Yay, I get Yay! to act. Wee! Punch, 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 punch. Thanks, Brenda. Or or Paul. Maybe that was a Paul moment. Yeah. So Adrian's uh, so, on the phone with Grace, who's packing her stuff. Uh, she's very excited that she gets to move into the guest house because she never wanted to live with Adrian. Yeah, and Adrian says, fuck off. I don't give a shit. I'm getting divorced. And Grace is like, I need to talk to Jacob right now. And, a- and then Adrian, Adrian just, just hangs fucking up. hangs up on Grace mid-sentence because no once she's someone's friend, that's friend, it. That's it's it. for she's life. She's for life. Uh, Ricky runs outside of the butcher shop during his shift for the second time he's to have a phone at, conversation. Yeah, he's, all, he's a good employee. He's mad at Nora for telling Oh, Amy yeah, we, the truth. we didn't, we didn't say, but he was on the phone with Amy earlier. He was just, like, standing outside, standing outside. like, oh, and we, we do, I shouldn't be on the phone right now. We and do see the second time in Dylan this episode. just sort of that. angrily walk behind him, which was pretty funny. Yeah, and, uh, Ricky tells Nora that she's a goddamn idiot for not taking Amy's feelings into consideration because he would never do that. Ricky would absolutely never take never. never. So Nora Nora is like, she told me she would be fine with it. I didn't know how she was gonna react. And then Ricky says, Ah, oh, well anyway. Hey, uh, well, um, hey, how's that Anne? Is she gay? Hey. Yeah, he he literally says, Anyway, we've talked about George. Now can you tell me what the hell is going on with Anne? Is she you, gay or not? Have you heard any rumors lately? <laughs> I saw Anne down by the pond yesterday, filthy creature. Anyways. Well, we love Anne. Uh, I don't know show. about that. Hey, the show hates Anne. Jordan's referencing the mud crab conversation from the Elder Scrolls game. That's true. Jordan um, is not making any com- any comment about gay people. Oh God! Cut. Cut so, that was. <laughs> so Norris is okay. I fucking want to throttle Ricky right now. Ricky Be- says. Does, no, okay. does, hold on, do you hold on. want Anne to yeah, be gay? So Nora's like, Nora's like, I don't care if she's gay. I think she's a great woman, and I have a lot of respect for her. She's a successful businesswoman. She's a great mother, and she's just a great person to be around. However, she's not my type, and I don't want to sleep with her. And then Ricky says, you can choose who you love, so don't choose Anne. It's too incestuous. Did you fucking listen to what she no, just said? No, of course said? he's not fucking listening. Who are you talking about? He it's makes Ricky. <laughs> who? Rick, hold on. Ricky. Ricky. Oh, and then it's ben, Ricky. Oh. And then Ben runs outside like, hey, Ricky, Bunny is looking for you. And Ricky's like, oh, shit, I got to go. He runs back inside. And Ben immediately fucking takes out his phone. He's like, all right, <laughs> they, I they my fucking dad. tagged. They tagged out. Yeah, so Leo Bunny is talking loves to... When one of her, Bunny hates her employees having cell phones, but one, one at a time... As long right. as That's one of fine. them is on their phone. That's fine. No, <laughs> it, her rule is no phones. You can have one. No phone. Yeah. So, well, yes, phone. No phones. Yeah. So, so Leo is uh, talking to Betty about Camille when Ben calls, and Ben's like, "Hey, uh, what's up with the divorce papers, Dad?" And Leo's like, "Oh yeah, I have uh, this." He's like, "He's like, I was gonna tell you when your date's over, but you know, it was expected." And but instead, I didn't. Instead, I didn't. I was horny. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hand it to me. I was being told that I have to have kids. Uh, so Leo tells Betty, uh, "Oh, because the conversation." There's, there's nothing to say about that conversation. With no, ben. that's over. Leo tells Betty uh, he doesn't want to have to go through this again for the next eighteen years. He doesn't want kids because his which, last kid was such a failure. I mean. Maybe if you were a better parent, then your son wouldn't get divorced at 16. I don't know. Maybe there's reasons for him being like this. I don't know. Uh, Leo tells Betty. Well, well he's, he's, got, he's got a good track record with his other perfect boy. 
Well, he he didn't make that. That boy. was only a couple of years, though. So, yeah, that uh, that boy uh, came to him already formed. That's true. Already perfect. Uh, so Leo is like Betty. I wanted to talk to you about your dropping by, and then Betty goes again. You want me to drop by again today? She's it's so, so funny. Oh, she's so funny and stupid. Leo, uh, he ends up not telling her. He was gonna say don't come by anymore because Camille, but then he he ends up not saying it because he's like, oh, thanks for talking to me, Betty. You always make me feel. I better. I actually thought this was very nice when he's like, hey, just let me know if you ever want to talk or meet for lunch, and I thought that was nice. Yeah, and then Betty says, anytime, and she blows him a real funny kiss. She goes, <laughs> but it's not it's nice to here's the thing. In this show, with so much fucking divorce god awful nonsense, it's nice to see two people who got separated and are on amicable terms. Uh-huh, for sure, for sure. It's just very frustrating that Be- that Betty has to be this fucking stupid. She's getting worse with every episode. She like, really is. Uh it's, so it's, we need justice for Betty. Oh now here's a brain genius scene. We cut <laughs> to Anne. Running back back to the shop from earlier because she forgot her passport. No, she didn't forget her passport. She forgot mon passeport. Oh. That's how they say it in in Uh, the France. Yeah, so she forgot her passport, uh, which she for some reason had at this store store. and, like, took out of her bag and just, like, set it down somewhere, I guess. I think you actually see her do it in the episode. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So the woman... did, Did you immediately... Guess what was about to happen? <laughs> like I couldn't think of any other reason that this scene could possibly be here. So if woman... it wasn't that Anne was about to Paris become lesbian. So <laughs> I love that game. So so this lady speaks English. Now here's the thing: if Anne wants to go to Paris and become lesbian, that is totally fine. Absolutely, I support but the, her. But like the lady at the store is like, oh, I was gonna take. I heard you. I speak English, and I heard what you were it's saying to your daughter. So weird. And I heard you what you were talking to your daughter about, and I was yeah. gonna take your so so Anne was like, "Hey Ashley, who's just off frame? Can I tell yeah. you about my big gay crush on this lady?" <laughs> okay, that that part's not true. Wait, what? What was she talking about? Because no, she no, said, like, oh, no, 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 you you misunderstood. Okay. But I misunderstood. So Anne Anne comes to the store to get get her passport back from the lady who's working there, who she very very briefly spoke to in French uh, when she was on the phone with George. And the woman is like, she's like thanking her. She's like uh, saying merci or however you say that. I'm sorry. And uh, the woman is like, oh, I, I, I heard you were staying at this hotel. I was going to take it over to you on, on my way home. And I can do this accent because the woman's not that's actually a, French. Yeah, not actually French. Uh, and, and Anna's like, oh, you speak English. So you understood everything my daughter and I were talking about. And she goes, oui, madame. And she wasn't. I, I, oh, actually, I don't know. I, I interpreted I it. I swear not to as, God. As she, Anne cause being Anne, like, cause Anne gets like super embarrassed when she, well, here, here's what I think. And, and I'll, I'll get, to, I'll explain why I think this over Anne was saying that she was into the woman. I think that what Anne was talking about with Ashley is like, oh, I can't believe your dad thinks I'm lesbian. And then hmm. the woman overheard that and was like, oh, she's lesbian. And the reason that I think that is that if Anne was talking to Ashley about like, oh, oh, I think that woman is is hot. hot. A, I think that would be out of line with her constantly asserting that she's not gay. And B, that would also be out of line with the fact that when the woman suggests going out for coffee, Anne is like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not like that. 
That's true. So so just just to just to cycle back a little bit, the woman overheard Anne say what hotel she's staying at and was going and when to she go saw there. The passport, she was going to go to Anne's hotel. She says that fate intervened because she was gonna she was like, "Wow, that woman." But now The city of romance. The city of lights and the city of romance. Let's go. But Anne yeah. doesn't want to go on a date with this woman. Yeah, fate in her. Yeah, she was like, I thought, I thought I would never see you again. Like you fucking spoke to her for like two seconds. Can I also just say, uh, employees of a business hitting on a customer is extremely not cool to me, especially. Well, she's if- not a customer anymore. She's after hours. No, but she was working them. She's like, wow, that woman is so hot. I want to ask her out, but then she didn't get the chance to. But she's gonna fucking imagine if you went. Okay, imagine if you went to a place and you were buying something and you left and you left something there and then that employee. I, I, I have came to say, to you already a- lost me because I can't imagine going to a place. But- okay, well, imagine I'm I'm at Subway. And then I leave something there, and an employee said, "Oh, I overheard that you live on the street. I follow. I was gonna follow you home and ask you out." That is fucking weird. But but, but it's the city I of do romance. Have one one uh, devil's avocado here. Uh huh. The the fact that Anne would leave her passport at it like was a, a clothing card. Is fucking bizarre. It's and bizarre. I, to, uh, the woman thing. clearly was thinking, "Oh, she obviously left this so she could come back and talk to me again." True, but because the woman why is... else would she fucking leave her passport yeah, here? Uh, well, you know, it's very when you're out of the country, and I'm you... always taking my passport, passport out of my pocket. Hey, check it out! Look at this thing. Hey, let me get this little toss. No, there goes oh, my passport. It's... Look, it's all the way over there now. I'll probably get that later. <laughs> uh, I had to look up this actress, by the way, because I always look up everyone on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, she is Canadian. She's, maybe she's French Canadian. Uh, well, she is from uh, ooh, oh, uh, Nova Scotia, which is like three percent French. Okay, uh, she might be. I'm. I'm not saying we can rule out her being French Canadian. All I'm saying is this is as close as they've ever come with a fake accent on the show. It's true. So um, we got Birmingham, is- Alabama, doing South Africa. We got like Los Angeles doing Italy. Nova Scotia doing French. This, this, Come on, French. There's always there. there. There's no French people that you could cast in your TV show. There, are, very... there aren't French people. Are there? there I aren't. always thought they were a myth. No, no, no. There aren't. Oh, there aren't. Fr- okay, there aren't. that's fine. You've so Omar is over you've Adrian's, conf- and they just fucked. And she, he's they, he's like, oh, now that we fucked, do you want to hang out? And she says, no, I'm sad about the divorce. And, he's like, and then Omar says, not too uh-huh. sad to have sex with me. And she's like, I thought it would make me feel better, and it didn't, and I just wanted to leave. Why are the boyfriends on this show so fucking weird? Uh, But Omar's like, wow, less, er, sorry, Adrian says this, she's like, I'm not in a good place right now. You said, oh yeah, you told me you wanted me to be more vulnerable, and now you want me to be less vulnerable because you're, you're horny. Yeah, That's and then he, he and then she, yeah, she says. So I went to the butcher shop to get some closure about my divorce, and Omar says, "You know what, Adrian? This is not going to work." And then he just fucking walks out the door. And then five seconds later, not even it's like two seconds. Dylan, a knock on the door. Dylan walks and in Dylan's and says, "Hey," here. and then Omar's the here. She you. says, "Mind if I come Sounds in?" As doorstep. she's walking, she 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 I'm, she's holding Omar. She says, "Mind if I come in?" As she's walking through the door. Yeah, she's she's like that. She's evil. She is evil, and then Omar um, comes, yeah, he's like, hey, is everything okay? Guess we're dating again. Yeah, I, I hate to do this, 
Uh-huh. Uh, can I take like a 10 minute break to like slam some cereal or something? I'm fucking starving. Yeah, go for it. You can this is you can turn your fan on in the meantime. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'll make this I'll make this fast. I'm I'm just This tumble crew has a plan and they begin by digging into those two scoops. in every Kellogg's pack. Two keep them coming back for two scoops. The plump juicy raisins in Kellogg's raisin brand. Slammed the biggest bowl of cereal of my life. Yeah, so Jacob asks Grace uh, if he can come into her room and talk, and she says, okay. And then he says, he just walks in and he just fucking goes, hey, Can I paint? Do you mind if I paint the walls when I move in here because they're funny pink for girls and I'm they're planning actually on not living here forever, lav- I guess? They're actually lavender. Oh, I'm sorry, they're lavender. He's like, actually, and, well, well, my dad painted my room. And then Jacob's like, well, uh, Marshall, pa- uh, my dad painted my room, but he painted yeah, it like he, a cool he painted my room color. And he built me a bookshelf. Oh and then my Grace- God, Adrian, Grace, who, Adrian, who? Grace says... She's like, I don't like bookshelves. They're added clutter, and I keep all my books up here. And she points at her head. Does she fucking throw her books away when she's done with them? <laughs> I mean, she might, she might, uh, library books or something. I don't. Know. But yeah, what is this like? It, it's it's such a weird curveball because what what you expect is going to happen is to be like. Oh, dad painted my walls. Well, he painted my walls too, and he built me a bookshelf. Oh, he did. I didn't want a bookshelf, but he did this for me. Oh, he did. But Grace's response, she doesn't like one up. I him am very with, intelligent. With something else that Marshall did. She just says, "Yeah, well, I have a big, huge fucking brain. Bookshelves Grace, are for the weak, you Grace, pussy." Remember how when we used to read the Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens, we'd finish every reading by just throwing our books across the room. <laughs> oh man, I miss that. Uh, that's what Grace does, except she throws them out of the window. She throws them out the window, and then once uh-huh. the pile gets big enough, she burns it. Uh huh. So Jacob and Grace start fighting over who was oh, closer to Marshall. We learned that which Marshall seems like was the f- opposite of what the issue was. We learned that Marshall them? was a fucking big game hunter. So glad he's continuing to burn in hell forever. Because I don't see what sucks. the problem is with big game hunting. I mean, AAA open world games are more popular than ever, and how. You Marshall, find loved, the best. Marshall loved Shadow of the Colossus. Marshall loved Gloomhaven. Moving on. Um, they're like, <laughs> Marshall took me to London. And then Grace is like, oh, I, I've never... Marshall had- took a fucking trip to London with his secret son. While he was pretending to be doing aid work in Africa. Yep. And Jacob... This is by... Like... Jacob just walks into Grace's room and then starts taunting her about how much better he knew Marshall than this she is how, did. No, like, but what is worked. the fucking goal here? But it worked. He's I like, guess so. He's like, but, I'm glad that we had a dialogue, says Jacob. But then Grace yeah, says, well, but, it, because then then Jacob is the bigger man. And he's like, well, it, hey, if this is a contest over who Marshall loved more than you win, because he married your mother and spent most of his time with you. I don't know how much it says about Marshall's love for Grace that he didn't publicly announce that he was a cheater and then abandon his entire life to go no, live with his secret family in another this, continent. You, Cretan, you know this. You know this. That was good of Marshall. I know, I know, I know. I'm just and saying Grace that he agrees. maybe had maybe he benefited from from doing what he did also. True. Um, but then Grace, apropos of nothing, says, I love your continent. I love your continent. <laughs> this, at least you didn't say country of Africa. Yeah. So, so Tom, Tom is talking is, to to George for I think the first time ever. I I don't think that these characters have ever met. Season four, but he's look, he's being a better father to Tom than he has ever been it's to such Amy. A, it's so. such a thing because like in some shows they'd be like, 
oh, have these characters ever spoken? Like, I, I know that, I think you don't like Arrested Development Season 4 that much, but the fucking moment where George Michael is talking, they're talking about Lucille Ostero, and George Michael's just like, no, I... I don't, I don't, I don't know who that is. I don't think I've ever met her. <laughs> like, I don't that moment hate fucking, season, I don't hate season four. I think okay. that George, that, that, that moment fucking kills me. And not it's to something talk that, about the forbidden band show of uh, season four for Arrested Development, but George Michael's entire plot line in season four is one of the funniest things ever. It is me. very funny. So yeah, just like th- th- this show, on the other hand, they're just like, George, George and <laughs> George Jurgens and Tom Bowman probably they've probably they, met. They, 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 they probably they have hang pizza out with all Betty the time. at some point. <laughs> they, they must know each hey, other. Hey Tommy, you want me to give you twenty or two hundred bucks so you can have Betty time? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Tom is like complaining to George. He's like, I don't want to move back into my old room, and and George is like lecturing him. He's like, Now Tom, it was bad to steal Rachel's car and drive it without a license, and I'm just like losing my shit. Like, do these characters know each other? He's his TV dad now. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, no offense, uh, by the way, but I gotta say, I really fucking hate that uh, Kathleen is making Tom move back into his old room while Grace gets to live in the guest house after Rachel leaves. That fucking sucks. Yeah, I don't really understand why that's happening. Tom is an adult man who has a job, and they were like, well, you know, Tom Tom has to be supervised or whatever, so he needs, but he can have his own house and live on the yeah, property. Yeah, fucking guest why are you giving it to grace because she's such a good kid for for talking to her her half brother she deserves it more Mm, yeah it's her turn so tom uh tom is like oh uh rachel's not moving i changed my mind and george says yes she is tom i talked to her and milton they are friends now george probably knows Fucking Rachel and Milton, right? They know everyone. It's small I can't town see LA. Why he wouldn't. Small town LA. Um, what is he doing getting involved in these people's lives? It's like, oh, we thought that he was coming here to fuck Kathleen, give, but really Brenda, he was coming here to meet Rachel Brenda, and Milton. Brenda, give me the fucking scene where George talks to Seriously. Rachel and Milton. Hi, hi, I'm I'm Tom's mom's ex husband. Do you mind if I be part of this? Can I get in uh, on this? Then then it, who comes through the door? Hi, divorce attorney. Oh my god. So Kathleen comes in and, uh, oh, and then Jack comes in and says, you talk about absence. So <laughs> Kathleen comes in and she says, oh, hey, George, I didn't know you were here. And then Tom fucking storms out back to the guest house. And then Kathleen is like, oh, it was bad that Tom stole the car. Someone could have gotten hurt. And George says, eh, could have, should have, would have. Got anything to eat? And then she's like, I've got kale chips. This is so weird. I've I got understand iced tea and I've got... Uh, I'm fucking pita, pita, and then George is like, I want to, I want to give Kathleen exact the the exact exchange. It was she <laughs> goes, someone could have gotten hurt. George says, eh, coulda, shoulda, woulda, got anything to eat? And Kathleen's like, there's always something to eat here, George. There's yogurt, there's sliced turkey, there's fruit. Like she's fucking talking to him like a grandma whose young grandchild is visiting. <laughs> okay, like, but oh, then I've always, George... I've always got something to make a sandwich for George you. George is like. Do you got man food? I'm talking beef jerky. I'm talking chips. I'm talking beer. Now, to clarify what Jordan was saying a moment ago about kale chips and stuff, that was not true. This no, is verbatim. This is verbatim. He says those three foods. Man stuff. Got some buffalo wings and watch the big game. Um, and then Do Kathleen- you have beer soap? <laughs> Do you have beer? Who's drinking beer here? Well, Kathleen. And George. George. Is, she knew that he'd be over. But, so oh, then but Kathleen this... responds to George asking, like, 
Ugh, fruit? Do you have man stuff? Kathleen's response to that is she fucking gets all flirty and she's like, oh, your haircut looks nice, George. And then, oh, I remember when we were married, you would always go to the whatever, and then you go to get a bank, and then you get your haircut, and then you would go to the, oh, no, not the, the oh, that's right, you would go to the, and, and then he's like, you know, oh, I changed I a little bit. I learned to pick up my dirty socks. And I yeah, also... hey, that, that's just just a fun reminder. Do you remember Kathleen? How I made you she feel said, like a servant until you had you a made nervous me feel breakdown? like a servant, and and you never picked up your socks, and then I cheated on you, and I never loved you. No, 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 no. no. George didn't cheat on her. No, no, I'm saying you made me feel like a servant, and then oh, I cheated you were talking on you. Ka- okay, yeah, yes. Kathleen's the one who went to the sock store and slept with the sock store president. <laughs> yes, the president uh, of the sock company. He was a- he was there. I've been playing uh, the wonderful game of Judgment, and uh, I, haven't, I haven't played that. What? It, we don't need to talk about what it is, but go on. It's very good. It's it's one of my favorite games of the year. And um, in, oh wow, I gotta check that out. In this, it's it's a Yakuza game. Um, oh, like, I'm not interested. Yeah, I know exactly. I was like, don't get your hopes up. In the city, there is a, a place called Ikinari Steak. And uh, much to my delight, I found out that it is a veiled <laughs> – I didn't know this because I'm not Japanese. It is a veiled product placement of a real of a real chain steakhouse, okay? Uh-huh. And the plot line is every time you go there, the actual fucking president of the company is there, and he and talks you to, to you. you have to cheat on your husband. <laughs> you, have to, you have to fuck him, but he's there to talk about the quality of his product and the this, like his business, his business <laughs> fucking mottos. That's extremely so that's weird. What, I can see why you love this game so that's much. What the sock, that's what the sock salesman was here for. He's like, you know, I think in my personal company, it's best to really uh, cherish your, your customers. And that's by why. By fucking them. I am just going to fuck By you. getting them out of their bad marriages by fucking them. Anyway, so George uh, Why didn't says George that. just bring Roboruto here? I'm sure Kathleen wouldn't have minded uh, have him bringing his fucking baby over. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but I think... I mean, fortunately for George, uh, he's tied I'm up sure, for the next seventeen years. I'm sure that Kathleen will have no issue with it uh, when George explains that he tricked Amy into babysitting his son against her will so he could come over here because he's just such a charmer. He's a charmer, and you know he's who just such also a charmer. Kathleen, yeah, but anyway, as they're discussing about... This uh, is such a weird... Because we go to commercial, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. How did I... How did I not... Oh, I did write this down. I just accidentally skipped this line. Okay, yeah, holy shit. No, something happens here. <laughs> yes. Uh, so George is like, I learned to pick up my dirty socks. And then they laugh, like, flirtatiously. And then Amy fucking walks in, going absolutely apeshit. And she goes, here's your son. Have a good Saturday. And then she just fucking leaves Roberto with him. And then ape, George is sitting there. Go ape shit. Fuck yeah. Do and this, this is, every episode. This is such a weird moment, because... We go to commercial, so George. We we leave with George sitting at the kitchen table with Kathleen holding her board to like uh, awkward, and we go to commercial, and then we come back, and it's like that night, and George is on the phone with Kathleen. So I I it's a ver- it's a very weird it's unambiguous. Cut, I I was watching this in no commercials mode, and it was very yeah, very strange. It was strange. So he's like uh, talking about that situation, and he's just take like, my word for it. "Hmm, take my word for it." Yes. So he he's like. Amy just wanted me wanted you to know that I'm tied up for the next 17 years, and then Kathleen's 18 like, years. Oh. He says 18 years because John is apparently not one yet. I mean, Roberto. you know, you know, I looked at that, and when I was typing that note, I that was a typo. I wrote 17 instead of 18, and then I said, "I'll know, I'll know it was 18 because because like <laughs> I'll know," and then I d- fucking didn't. 
Roberto is a newborn baby. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that's true. Just He's out. an infant. <laughs> I'm the baby just out. Come on. Gotta love me. Come so on. Kathleen, <laughs> Kathleen's like, I'm tied up with Tom. You know, always have to take care of him. She says, like, she fucking talks about the specter of death in her life where she's just like, well, one day I won't be able to take care of Tom. And it's like, what was the point of that? <laughs> she's going to die and she loves it. Uh, George is by like, by the way, like, yeah. it's very... the. Oh, the the thing that's so weird about the cut, and I don't I don't think I really made this clear, but I, I wrote it here in my notes, so I realized that I forgot to actually say this. Oops, uh, is that what's so fucking jarring? Is that uh, we Amy like leaves the baby with George and storms out, and like we go to Kathleen talking to George right after that, like some hours later, I guess, and she doesn't she doesn't like have an opinion on the fact that george that just did that tr- she's they fine just, with they it. like don't talk about it yeah george is like you got a lot of negativity because you just got a divorce and uh oh but then <laughs> here's the thing the real uh-huh. person who's suffering right now is george because it's always george he's got man pain no but here's the man pain. Balls hurt. listeners really think about this and be really sad about it he's worried the most about ashley because she she, uh, cause, cause Tom, he's like, got, he's got, hold on. Cause Tom's fine. Cause Tom's got a high paying job. He's got friends. Everyone loves him. He can get yep. away with literally everything. But right. Ashley, she got a GED. She's going to college, but she's not going to any college. She's going at, and I quote, a college that lets people in with GEDs. Now, I want to remind our dear listeners that George Jurgens, a wealthy business entrepreneur, did not attend or finish, he didn't finish college. That is a fact yeah, well, from the GED show. GED stands for goddamn idiot degree. Yeah, uh, that's what GD. Yeah, the GD, the GD. What, what did he say it stood D. for? Uh, it was the good enough degree. Good. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Kathleen says I'm gonna die, and George says that doesn't matter. My. <laughs> I, here's my problem. Uh, he, also, then, my daughter is getting engaged to the first person that she had sex with, and then Kathleen he's says- He's fucking summarizing the goddamn show again! <laughs> and talking about his daughter's sex life! Uh, <laughs> it's the Brenda special. Kathleen's oh, yeah, like, and hey. he, Yeah, he's like, what are the chances of Amy's marriage to the first guy she ever had sex with working out? And Kathleen says, George, you were the first guy I had sex with. And George goes, ha, 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 that's right. And then Kathleen goes, George, you're so good at sex. You were always good at sex. Even the, the first fuck? time we had sex, I had so much fun what having sex fuck? with you, George. I nutted eight times. I remember I counted. And, and then George, George is, is like, let's do it now. Amy, you got to get over here. I got to watch John. Let's fall in love. Uh yeah, George, George is like, hey, do you want to fuck? And she says, not until I'm divorced and we're sure that we're interested in a relationship. And he says, I'm interested because I have a boner. Kathleen and we cut. Says, it felt, every time we, we had sex, it felt like we were cheating on each other with each other. And then yeah, uh, her taint frowned. <laughs> nope. Starts. Nope. So we cut to Milton moving Rachel's stuff out of the guest house. He's because being apparently good she's moving out tonight she's already. She's done. She's, yep. this was her last straw, and Tom is fucking, like, inconsolable because he doesn't I, have a car anymore. Can I, I, I'm about to nitpick something incredibly minor and innocuous. Have fun! But, but, okay, it is really, really funny to me that, like, <laughs> the way they illustrate that Rachel is moving out is we don't get, like, 
We don't we don't like see multiple boxes. God forbid. We just go no, to the, the guest house. It and was we the see, last box. That's the last of them. Yeah, that's the last of them. And he picks up this fucking cardboard box that is clearly empty because the actor couldn't even fucking bother to pretend that it had anything in it. He just picks it up and goes, "Oh, well, there's the last one. Ah, it's <laughs> Rachel's feather collection. One whole kilogram of feathers." They just took one fucking cardboard box and put it on a table and said, "Well." That's Done enough. Moving. Everyone will understand that Rachel moved out. <laughs> it's a good TV show. Uh, it's a very... This is Paul's uh, world. Imagine if moving was that easy in real life. Oh my god. So Tom tells Milton that he's quitting. Uh, and I wonder if it was maybe a bad idea on Milton's part to intentionally and knowingly steal his employee's girlfriend. I don't know. Well, uh, you can't fucking say that, dude. It was Tom's idea. Tom no, 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 yes. no, 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 I know, I know he was horny, I know he was like, you're a hooker, and then he was horny, and I want to remind everyone that nice TV dad, uh, Milton, did approach her and say she's a hooker, but Tom loved this fucking idea. No, no, he, he, he did, but Milton was, was acting on it before he talked to Tom about it. Okay, but Tom loved it, and he, and he was totally cool with it. He did. Uh, that doesn't change what Milton did. Anyway. Uh, Milton says, Rachel and I are indebted to you. You practically introduced us, LOL. Uh, and I am, you know, yeah, I hate I to side with that Tom. That's how that happened. Yes. I hate to side with Tom ever, but Milton is being like, oh, come on, Tom. You can't quit. The company needs you. I need your human resources expertise. Like, maybe you should have fucking thought of that before you cucked him. Not only that, but do you, but like, I love the fact that, like, Tom, we've seen what Tom does at work. He's the human resources guy. He, like, fires people when they complain about workplace harassment. So there's so much fucking workplace harassment. Important, important difference. He he doesn't fire people. He makes them feel so bad that they they quit. quit. There is so much workplace harassment going on at fucking Milton Lobbyist Incorporated that without yeah, Tom it's there, inv- Investment Central. At Investment Central, there is so much fucking harassment and awful human resources stuff that if Tom quits for Central, just a there day, is so much fucking harassment, the company will fall apart from all of the suits against them. Also, that's true. That's true because Milton is stealing everyone's fucking wives. Yeah, <laughs> this is his fifth one. Oh my god. When is he gonna How fucking- is he fucking- how, how? How? Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Yeah. How? How is Milton still a character on this show? <laughs> when did he show- Was he show up in season two or season three? I don't remember, but I think it was season three. How did- How is fucking lobbying prick a regular <laughs> cast member? This is Brenda's vision. She knew. Why is he still here? It's... Why is he marrying Rachel? <laughs> it's like I was I had that same same reaction today um with like Omar or like <laughs> like Omar is still on this fucking show after Adrian like he was getting food out of the fridge and like 10 to 15 episodes later or whatever he's like here and fucking how long did did uh, Grace and Daniel date like he was on the show forever? Like this show just introduces character. You said Ethan was coming back. I haven't seen that one happen. Uh, oh yeah, Ethan. I was like, who? No, Ethan. Ethan's co- Ethan's coming back. Um. No, Ethan's and, and, been oh, and back. the fucking and and the biggest one, the fucking silly, goofy. Let's eat big sausage pizza. My pimp is gonna beat you with a bag of oranges, Betty. 
is still on <laughs> well, the show Betty's, in season four. Well, Betty's important. Well, Betty's important, but like, if you had told <laughs> Betty me, is if, the fucking glue that holds the show together. <laughs> without Betty, now, but yeah, that's Tom. Tom keeps Investment Central from falling apart. Betty keeps Secret Life of the American Teenager from falling that's right. apart. So, so yeah, Milton he, is Milton fucking giving. He's like, he's like, say goodbye to the kids. You're gonna, you're gonna regret it if you don't. You're gonna see them all the time, but you should just say goodnight to them. He's giving Tom this, like, lecture about emotional maturity and dealing with changes when our introduction to this character was that he, he applied for the same mailroom job as Tom. And then when he got the job, every time he saw Tom, he fucking was relentlessly humiliating him. He's a nice TV dad now. He's a pretty told, nice TV dad. He was, so I'm cut, telling you, it was a, it was a chrysalis kind of deal because he's wearing dad shirt now. He's wearing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nice Well, dad. the chrysalis was the clown makeup. Oh my god, I forgot he was a clown! I forgot. He, he I forgot. became Bilton, and then he became Dad Milton. <laughs> that's the <laughs> life cycle. final evolution. That's the life cycle of a fucking uh, business shithead. So we cut to Adrian, Omar, and Dylan, and they're all sitting on the couch together, twiddling their thumbs as the funny piano it. music plays, and they're all turning their head ben at a perfect he, right angle. Here. He introduces 90 degree himself. angle so they can watch the blinking prospector on TV. Ben <laughs> introduces himself to Omar and he's like, what the fuck is going on here? And they were all waiting for him. And I still don't understand why. I think it's Has so ben they can kind met of. Omar? I guess he hasn't met Omar. I guess he's like, cl- they're just trying to like clear the air, I guess. Like, uh, yeah. like, like Ben is here to be like, well, this, this is this my is girlfriend. What I, okay, this is what I don't get. Okay, okay. So Omar was like, "Okay, this is too much drama. I don't, I don't need this. Like, I barely know you. <laughs> Goodbye." No, uh, he knows everything about her. What are you fucking talking about? I, I know. I, I'm, I'm saying what I think he should be saying. So, uh, yeah, he, I forgot. He's had all the conversations that he ever needs to with her. Uh, so Dylan knew that Ben was going to come over to Adrian's condo to talk to her after work because he told her that. So she was like, "I'm going to head over and wait for him and surprise him and be like, haha, look at me, I'm evil.'" And then Omar. Was just leaving. Omar was leaving because he was like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, I don't understand why Omar But then he saw Omar's... Dylan walking in. This should be good. And then he said, oh, it's a commercial break, so now, I, now I've now i changed my mind. <laughs> I don't know, I changed my mind. So they're here. They really are like, a perfect match. Dylan's like, if you're going to be a part of Ben's life, I'm evil now, so I better get to know you. And then Dylan says, oh, Omar's such a strong, handsome guy, and he's a great shoulder to cry on. Adrian's like, I never... I've never credited my life. Omar, by the way, Omar is like kind of like vibing with Dylan because he's like, I I hate that my girlfriend is is having any relationship with her. Like Dylan and Omar are like becoming fast friends. Like they've already got like fucking matching red flags. <laughs> so uh, she's like, you you decided Adrian will be part of your life, so I should get to know her. And then Adrian says. Well, you've already gotten to know me between scenes. Are you sure you still want me to be a part of your life? And then Omar says, I know I wouldn't. So why is he fucking here? Sam, I know I said this already in the episode, but I'm laughing my head off that we're doing evil voice for Dylan one episode after she started dating Ben. Yeah. <laughs> That's she's, all she's, it takes. One she's date. She's the villain now. She's the villain now. Dylan uh, the so- villain. So Dylan says, oh, yeah, that's what, yeah, I think you started to get at this a minute ago, but Dylan is like, oh, look at this guy, Ben. Clearly Adrian doesn't need you. Omar can handle her crying on his big, broad shoulders. Yeah, it's so weird. And then, yeah, Adrian's like, I've never cried. When I get upset, I punch holes in the wall. And then Ben 
There, for I don't know why Ben does this. I'm gonna leave but, y'all alone. <laughs> no, 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 no. When Adrian's like, I don't cry. Ben is oh, like, yeah. Oh, come on, Adrian. I've seen you cry. Remember when our baby died? No! He doesn't. He doesn't say that. But like, that's what he's fucking doing. Thanks, Brenda. He's like, No, you cry. I watched you cry after. You- <laughs> After anyway. the thing happened, and yeah, I don't think I don't understand. Uh, ben, so, Ben is yeah. like, we're all hungry. They, ben wants to get start, the fuck out of. They start doing a fucking riddle. It's like, uh, okay, okay. So if, if I leave, Omar goes if to get Omar, food, if, if Omar, Omar goes, goes to get food, food, then Adrian's going to be uncomfortable with Ben and Dylan. But if Ben but goes if to get ben, food, I'm ben leaving Dylan here alone. Adrian will be uncomfortable with Omar and Dylan. If Dylan and Ben go together, then they're probably just going to run away and not come back with food. Omar can't be left here alone because he's going to eat Farmer Adrian's big bag of bird seed. <laughs> so, like, how how can you... Who can go to the to get pizza? Uh, Ben's going to go by himself and leave all three of the... Well, Omar and Omar and Dylan are now, like, a red flag cheering squadron. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're, they're cheering for the fucking bad relationship team with yeah. Ricky. Oh, my God. This is... This is amazing, though, because uh, Ben is like, Ben's like, okay, it's fine. I'll go get the food. Any requests? And then Adrian and Dylan go, you know what I like in unison. And then they turn together and they go, another thing, thing we, we have, have in common. common. God, that doesn't happen. That's it. So, that would have been so funny. Yeah. So we go to Amy and Ricky and couch together. Oh, this is going to be a great scene, I bet. And he's telling her to stop being selfish and go babysit for George. And it's it was like, so mean of her to dump his baby on him like that. Oh, and then he's just like. Hey, who wouldn't want to have sex with Kathleen? She's Oh hot. my god. He's done this before. This is not the first time Ricky has talked about Grace's hot mom. Yeah, uh yeah, he said yeah, she's like, My dad's just trying to have sex with Kathleen. He goes, Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? She's a really good looking woman and she with has a great, a great voice. voice. And and Amy's like, Shut up and he goes, What? It doesn't take anything away from your mom for Grace's mom to be attractive. Don't worry, Amy. I find... I find... (laughs) I find... Don't worry. Don't worry, Amy. Sensitive voice time. I find your mom fucking hot, too. Come on, Amy. I would suck cookie dough off either of their fingers. I'm... Why do you Uh, have to keep reminding me of that scene? So Amy, Amy is like, okay, asshole, fucking, if, if you think my mom is so hot, then say something nice about her, too. And then she... My, my mom finds your mom th- so hot. I don't know why she does that, but yeah, she she's like, say something nice about my mom. And Ricky goes, she's attractive, too. She can and sing. she has a great voice. And she can sing. She sings and the then theme he, song And then he starts talking about so Nora wants to fuck her. Which she doesn't. She said she didn't. She said it. She said it. By and the way, he's like, yeah. <laughs> Side note. Uh, quick quick sidebar i know that it, i know that that comment about how how ann can sing was just meant as like a little shout out to molly ringwald having a like a singing career by the way i i looked it up i think i mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. that molly ringwald's first album I, or i think she had like an album when she was like a kid or something but her first like adult music album uh came out around the time of this episode so that might have been what this was a little a little shout out to he holds up the uh, album and says get it get it and that's fun but it, the fact that it's never been mentioned on the show that Anne sings makes it extremely fucking weird and uncomfortable that Ricky is talking about it. Like, it just made my brain go like, yeah. what, when what was situation? Anne singing to Ricky? You know, she was fucking, there was that scene where Ricky sent George over to her condo and uh-huh. at the dance and then she like answered the phone and she just started <laughs> singing a Bob Marley Fairy song. Fairy tales can come true. I was, I was making a reference to the Lauren scene, but. I know, it's just that they're the same scene. When you're uh, young and hot. <laughs> I think I went a little birdie with the, with the Mick Wilbur <laughs> voice there. What we are talking Fairy about tales is. tales can come true. 
You anyway. know, if you think about it, nationalized healthcare is kind of a fairy tale. Oh my God! Bernie Sanders resigned. Oh. So, uh, Ricky says. <laughs> He says, don't worry, I told and- my mom that your mom is off limits because I'm not comfortable with that. And then Amy says, okay, so it matters that you're not comfortable with that, but it's not okay that I'm not comfortable with my dad going after Grace's mom? And Ricky says, no. It's, he's <laughs> boyfriend of the year. So Ricky's just like, hey, hey, it's all about comfort. It's all about self-care. Do something mm-hmm. nice for yourself. Fuck me, and let's get married. <laughs> self-care. Uh, Amy says, uh, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm, I want to not be here, so I'm going to go get food. Oh, before, and then she, before says, she does that, um, Amy says, it's always about sex. And then Ricky says, are you just with me for sex? And then Amy says, uh, oh, would God, you be with right. me if we didn't? You forgot about this. Or you didn't write it yeah. down because it sucks. Yeah. And he's like, would you be with me if I didn't have sex? And he's like, I already did. <laughs> and then Amy says, I don't want to be here. I wish my mom was here so I would have something to talk to. <laughs> Fucking ouch. And then Ricky fires back with, you never talk to your mother. <laughs> what a good relationship this is. And then he's like, and and then he's like I'm hungry. And he's like, well, do you want me to get food? And she's like, no, I don't want to be here. Why are you dating? Yeah. Break up. She's like, no, I don't want to T-pose in the kitchen right now, Ricky. So Amy fucking Ashley. storms out. And then Ricky looks at the camera and out <laughs> loud he says, this is the longest summer of my life. And I don't mean that in a good way. <laughs> This is not what I expected my fian- my engagement experience to be. It literally is that exact same kind of line. Like, oh my god, I didn't know what I was... I, I bit off more than I could chew with Amy. Women be talking. Um, <laughs> here we are. Are we... Uh, where are we now? Oh, I, I, I do have one more stray note. I don't remember where Ricky said this, but I do want to get mad about how Ricky, uh, when he was telling Amy that she should do what George says, he says, let the man get out. Uh, because Amy's not off. allowed to spend a single fucking second of her life doing anything but being a mother, and it it's her responsibility cho- to be available 24 fucking 7 to free up to other people to do whatever they want whenever they want. It was your choice to have a relationship with your dad. <laughs> this is your fault. Um, so Grace is inviting Tom. Oh! <laughs> wow! Boy, he is oh inviting, boy, is she. He's inviting Tom to go to where Marshall is buried, and then Tom oh. says, wait, Hold on. <laughs> he said, here's a joke. Uh, Marshall is buried on a, a golf course because four is like the Chinese word for death. Um, ah, Tom is like, Tom is I, think, like I think you're th- actually, maybe it is Chinese. I know it's Japanese. I think it's both. Um, oh, okay. I think I it's, know that. Yeah, I think it's the kanji. Anyways, um, Tom is like, but he it's wasn't. Not the, it's the, not the kanji. Well, I think, well, it's I think it's it they're pronounced the same. I don't know. I'll look it up later. So Tom is like. <laughs> Uh, Tom's like, but he wasn't buried. And Grace's like, shh, 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 I want to. Yeah, yeah, it's a. Ama- Grace is like, I want to take, I want to take Jacob to see where Dad was buried. Oink. And Tom goes, he wasn't buried. And she's like, Tom, shh, come on, let's, come on, you're gonna spoil it. No spoilers. What is this like, here we are, Jacob's surprise, blindfold off. This is the golf course where we dumped our dad's ashes in a hole. Dumped. Like, what the fuck? Dump. Not in the hole. It was not in the hole. <laughs> oh, you're right. It was the hole. Oh, my God. I fucking... Oh, my God. I, I convinced myself that it was in the hole because I wanted it to be so bad. Bunny's choir rolls by singing when the oh, first when the bar... Si- yeah, it's, it starts looping again. <laughs> what a good oh, scene. God. Classic. Oh, Classic. 
Um, so, so yeah. Yeah, Tom's like, I'm not going. And Grace and Jacob are like, come on, we want to see the... And then Tom goes, no. And then Grace says, fine, I guess we'll just let you stay here in the guest house with dad's ghost. And then they leave and that's the end of the scene. <laughs> Remember when there was a scene where they talked about Marshall haunting the guest house and it played a little theremin <laughs> sound? Oh my god, the theremin! Dude, season four has been really fucking stupid and this was this was the point in the episode for me where i was just like oh i'm not mad anymore this is too stupid (laughs) no it's very stupid um so george is here in a suit because he's gonna go this is what second time in the day third Third time third time in the the day he's visited kathleen and he talked to her on the oh oh oh, yeah sorry this will be his third time uh visiting slash talking to kathleen no third time telling this will be his fourth time uh engaging with kathleen in this episode but this is his third time being Doing like the, Nora, like, i trust you but he he trusts her just as much <laughs> as he can if roberto starts crying he'll rush home and then quick, she's like i don't know point if- by the way at nope at no point in this storyline has it ever been a question of whether nora wants to watch his baby no she's a woman she it's has just, maternal it's instincts it's taken for granted that she wants to do what george wants her to do but she doesn't but she doesn't think she can be trusted and then george gives her like a a fucking like sports locker room speech where he's like you got this get in there yeah she's he, like, she's like fucking... on the fucking verge of tears and she's like george i don't want this kind of pressure i can't do this and he goes get in, get in there. there and he hands her the baby mom and then of course because this because george is the fucking hero of the universe and everything revolves around him Nora's like thank you george thank you so much for trusting him i'm gonna go watch your baby and this is the thing that really got me okay Uh when we begin this scene and we and george like walks in on nora she's reading a book and when she goes to watch her boruto she doesn't even fucking bring the book with her no I mean, she'd have to she, turn on the lights. She's just like, oh, my, that's that's done. I'm doing George's thing now. I don't hey, want to read this book anymore. Hey, do you know what time it is? It's a pizza time! We're here at... Hey, I like to imagine it's Fiano. This is, this is Fiano's The Only Pizzeria Pizza, pasta, put it in a box! Now, I don't like Mr. Fiano. We don't get confirmation that this is Mr. Fiano, but it is Mr. Fiano. It's Fiano's pizza, and the it's, guy who works here is a fucking slime bag. He's a fucking slime bag. He's like, hey, here's hey, the doll. pizza sexy team, Here's your doll. pizza, doll. You're, a, this you're fucking... in high school. Nice. Yeah, she Amy orders like she's like large pizza, blah, 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 and he goes, "You got it, doll." And that's so fucking weird uh, that this middle aged man uh, is talking to a teenage girl uh, like that. And hey, you're never gonna guess who else is here to get a pizza to go. It's fucking pizza party two, Bami's revenge. <laughs> Henry and Alice show up. They're dating again. We got pizza, <laughs> and every pizza good. goes to the school. school. <laughs> so Ben's like, yeah, they're like, hey, we're in unfamiliar territory. This isn't Jeff's. <laughs> Um, they're like hanging uh, out. Did you, did you, by the way, the, the way that I felt where I was like, oh, Ben and Adrian talking to each other is weird. That feeling with, with Ben and Amy having like a one-on-one conversation. No. I was like, this is fucking surreal. No, it was, they had like this weird, like, like this is the like ex-wife conversation where they're uh-huh. like totally amicable and they're like, well, you know, we had a, they're like, oh, you were having an argument with Ricky. And it's like, that's not an argument. It's a relationship. And then, oh, 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 beep, 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 siren, siren, beep, 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 <laughs> disgraceful teen crime, disgraceful teen crime. Fuck off, Brenda. <laughs> You what can't? is this shit you oh no, no 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 no! you don't understand yeah. you don't understand <laughs> yeah. the, the horror all of yeah. the horrible 
horrible shit between me and Ricky. No, 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 that's not bad. That's not bad. That's that's a mature adult relationship. You wouldn't understand. This is what it's supposed to be. Haven't you listened to anything we've ever fucking said about marriage? It's a fucking miserable, miserable. It's the worst thing you can ever do, and you have to fucking do it. Haven't you ever? This made me so fucking angry, Jordan. Deborah! Deborah, I'm gonna throw you off this building! They're not married yet, so they haven't gotten to that point yet. But No, 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 no. Like, the, the, we're, we weren't having an argument, we were just having a relationship. That's no. What I Two people like, who fucking Arguments hate each happen, other. conflict happens. That's this not, shit this is not good. Sucks. This is a bad red flag. These two people do not like each other. They argue constantly. They are never happy together. They're they only are like I can't they fucking remember the last time that they were happy being with each other. It was like when Ricky proposed. It, 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 I think it literally was when Ricky proposed. It's oh no, no, no. It was it was outside you know you know it was the last time Ricky and Amy were happy. Mm-hmm. It was when they stood outside Ricky's car while Lauren was fucking fuming. <laughs> that was the last time they were happy. <laughs> yes. Oh, by the way, I want to of- go home. Okay, man, this rules. This is the best day of our life. By the way, this I forgot. Be- I completely forgot to mention. I'm so sorry. Um, when Adrian said that thing about like. Oh, you said you wanted me to be less vulnerable. She, I, I forgot the part where she said uh, last night. So this took place less than this episode was less than twenty four hours after. Oh yeah, the I last mean the episode. episode begins like a couple hours after Tom gets How arrested. How the fuck does this show happen? Uh, well, time. So Amy is time like, oh, what isn't. are you doing here, Ben? Where's Dylan? Because it's inconceivable in this universe that people who've had one date would not be together at all times. And he says. Oh, she's she's with Adrian and Omar. Now that we're divorced, I guess we're double dating. Funny, normal. And then Ben says, He's like, "When are you getting?" Of, da- speaking of date, oh, oh getting- he also says we were double dating with you and Ricky last night. No, was that last? Was that yeah. last episode? Yeah, that was their last. Oh yeah, it was because of the fucking butcher shop thing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and then he says, "Speaking of dates, how's that wedding coming? How's the wedding date?" She's coming? like, "I don't want to set a date because thing because my my fiance is too crazy. She says things are too crazy, but I think that's our stealth." Uh, Ricky fucking sucks, and I hate him, and I don't want to marry him. Yeah, she also she says, I, I don't want to rush into anything, and Ben goes, are you talking about me? And she goes, you mean you mean us, or you and Adrian? And then he says, both. And Dylan. Plus Dylan, what's wrong with me? And Amy says, you're a romantic. And then he says, I was a nerd a few years ago. And <laughs> man, Ben sure has had fucking four girlfriends in three years, huh? And he got married twice and he <laughs> got a girl pregnant. Two weddings, then, one marriage. When Ben said he was a nerd uh, a few years ago, you hear ding, ding, ding. And I was like, oh, he got it right. And then he, <laughs> But then he's like, hey, Slim, your pizza's ready. Hey, give a slice to that hot girl you're with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Ben gets up and he gets the pizzas. And Amy's, like, Amy's, oh. Amy's not 18 yet, right? She's a high she's, school senior. I think she's still 17, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, it wouldn't be. Hey, I just want to say it wouldn't no, it be wouldn't, fucking it would cool be if just, she was eighteen. Just either. as bad if she was eighteen. Uh, and then yeah, uh, Ben gets up and he he gets the pizzas, but then he turns around and he looks at Amy and he's like, "Hey, do you want me to do you want me to wait for you? Or wait wait with you for the pizzas?" And I I couldn't tell if that moment was, "Oh God, I don't want to go back there with Dylan and Omar and Adrian." Or just, I think or, it was just Ben. Here's being... how Amy can still win in 2019. <laughs> oh no. Hey, you gotta trust. You do, gotta count on it. You do. Amy never... or Ben appear again? Oh no, that's the end of that part of the episode. 
That does not. Oh no 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 when Grace was waiting for Jack in his old room, yes, it was the exact same room, exact same way of being decorated. I never fucking thought about that. They sold their house. I don't. Well, I don't. Did, no, did I, they? I, There's two possibilities. Number one, they sold their house and then they fucking bought it back from whoever bought it and fucking perfectly redecorated it exactly as before. Or B, they didn't sell their house. They just left their house unoccupied and made Jack find somewhere else to live. It was an abandoned house. That was the house that they went to. Yeah. Yes. Woo. Got it. All right. Oh my god. So um. So. This is my favorite line of the, possibly of the season, uh-huh. is when Jack, <laughs> Forrest Gump voice, life is like a football to the nuts. Life is a, a little bit like a football to the scrote. He's just like, remember when you hit me with the football? It hurt so bad. Uh, but you put the ice on it, and you cup it, and you wait for Grace to cherish it and love your nuts, and it never happens. And, and that's life. And that's life. Is Life is a blue, bruised ball. And I think that's the end of that scene. When the saints, the saints. when the saints, Jacob and oh, Grace are having saints. a lovely picnic on oh, the when site. The saints, <laughs> and that's when the fucking girl talk remix starts. Um, <laughs> damn, that's sick. So they're having like a lovely picnic on the golf course on the golf course where Marshall is fucking dead in the ground, but he's not in the ground because they didn't put it in the hole. Dead um, in the wind. Dead in the wind. But then they're maybe doing the fucking same funny thing before. They're like, oh, my dad took us here all the time. Well, my dad we took might, me golfing in too. Africa, and there were, our golf courses, in Africa, our golf courses have giraffes in them. And Jacob, I, I don't know if you if you noticed this. Jacob is continuing to go incredibly Australian. But then he does an impression of Grace oh, saying, the, I love your continent. perfect like, American accent. I love, I your, love continent. your continent. He was trying so hard to pretend that his American accent is not his actual accent. He did not do a very good job. He did not do it. It just sounded weird and wrong. I I, I can't explain it. Anyway, uh, Grace. Th- okay. Holy shit. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Grace. Grace asks Jacob. She's like, how? So how did my dad and your mom meet? And he says. Well, your mom thinks that they met nine months before I was born, so let's just leave it at that. Oh my god, here we go. So, Grace, we learned- Grace is like, Grace is like, whoa, hold on. Like, did they know each other before, like, had they already known each other when that, and then, He's and like, then he, he didn't goes, know? okay, okay, I'll tell you the truth, Grace. They, they knew each other in med school. Oh my god. They, they were in love- and they talked all the time about getting married. But then she had to move back to South Africa. Oh, no. Marshall knew Jacob's mom before, before. he met Kathleen. Before. <laughs> Kathleen and then Grace was picking is up, like... Kathleen was picking up George's socks. Oh, my God. And Grace is like, 
Oh, thank you for telling me that. I don't I don't know if that makes it better or worse. Hey, hey, hey. That makes it worse. That makes it so much fucking worse, dude. Here's the fucking timeline, okay? Marshall, teenage Marshall. Well, I guess he'd be an adult. He was like him. an adult, adult man. Young adult Marshall goes to med school. He meets this girl. They fall in love. They talk about getting married someday, but she has to go back home to South Africa for whatever reason. And then they break up, okay? Then he, he meets... And then some years after that, he meets Kathleen. They start dating. They fall in love. They get married. And then after he's married... He goes he back and go, fucks her. He begins to take trips to South Africa with the fucking specific intention of finding his ex and cheating on his wife with her. He... Sam. Perfect man. And he never told his family. So can you thank right, Marshall good, real actually. quick? Can you thank him, please? Thanks, Marshall. Thank you. Thanks, Marshall. Thank you, Marshall. Thank you. Thank you for um, everything you've done. Oh, and also Grace is like, uh, after Grace thanks him for telling her that, he's Jacob's like, oh, tell why don't how about you tell me something I don't know? And then Grace goes, Well, I think my mom is interested in her ex-husband. And Jacob says, Oh, I knew. I could tell from the way she looked at him. Yeah, he did say that. And then uh he's uh Grace asked about Jacob's mom, and he's like, Oh, she's amazing. Don't oh, you know boy. who he is? She opened oh, all the hospitals in, in the continent of Africa. Oh, my God. Oprah is amazing. Oof. And then Grace Oof. is like, your mom is <laughs> famous South Africa liver, Oprah Winfrey, who lives in South Africa famously. Oh, my God. Your mom, your South African who's mom one, who my dad a, met in med school is who's Oprah? A, who's a person of color that we can think of who lives in South Africa? I can't think of one. It's too hard. Oprah. I just, I just... Here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. Uh-huh. Because Jacob's like, oh, I'm joking. Oprah Oprah never went to med school. Ha-ha. And they, they laugh together. And that's the end of the episode, by the way. There's two There's two ways that this joke could have been. Way number one is like, Jesus, Grace, you really were ready to really believe th- that Oprah was the South African woman your dad went to med school with just because she's black? Like, you were prepared to accept that? But because all the writers on the show are almost certainly yeah, they, white, they it was just a joke about like, ha-ha, just kidding. They think it's plausible. Just kidding. They, like, when Brenda revealed the script at the the pitch meeting, they're like, wow, Jacob's mom is Oprah? That's awesome. Yeah, this is like fucking, like, who shot Mr. Burns. They, they all, filmed, th- like, they all fucking thought scenes. they were going to get Oprah on the show. You you know, Oprah? You know, Beyonce? Just like, he's just, like, naming all of the black women, and, and Grace is like, wow, I believe you. And then he's like, ah, gotcha, Brenda Vision. Oh, this is what Obama was president. It could have been Michelle Obama. Yeah, you know Michelle Obama from South Africa. From South Africa. Just kidding. Brenda Vision. <laughs> Thanks, Brenda. Um, uh, who are your favorite and least favorite characters? Least favorite character, obviously Ricky. Um, uh, I, I, I think. I think. George, I think. Actually, what you know? What this to, week, to your point from before? I think that we should put uh, an assumption on all of these episodes. George's least and Ricky. favorite is always going to be Ricky and or George. So who? Dylan. I, I think it's got to be Dylan. <laughs> this shit sucks. You got one. You got one. You got one. You got one good episode. We got like a couple, maybe. Um, soon, soon it's gonna be like, okay. Least favorite character besides Ricky and George and Dylan. Who's your favorite character this episode? Uh, I I really enjoyed <laughs> Ashley in this one. I I liked that she was, <laughs> she was having so a really fun time so just talented. out of frame. What did uh fucking did Nora? Did do you anything? ever? Did you ever? Um, this is such a weird specific thing, but okay. Here I go. <laughs> did you ever go on HomestarRunner.com? Okay, and if you're if you're watching uh, one of the tunes, it's it's definitely the strong bad emails. I know that for sure. I don't know if it's everything, but okay. if you if you go to one of the strong bad emails, 
and you replace like the file extension if it's like .html or whatever, if you turn it to .swf, then you're just watching like the raw like flash animation file. So it's like bigger on your screen, but also the like black border, you can see what's behind it. So oh, sometimes shit. like a character will just pop in who's like about to enter the scene. That was Ashley in that scene. Oh, that rules, but she never entered the scene. No, but she she was there. She was T posing. Okay, so Ashley's my favorite. They they originally programmed her into the episode, but then they they cut her for time. It's gonna say that <laughs> you know who's my in a vacuum. Milton's my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> you know we we do we do go by in a vacuum. What on a this nice segment. TV dad. <laughs> what a, what a wonderful TV dad. <laughs> he used to be a, a shithead, and then he was a clown, and then he was a bozo. But now he's God, so I miss nice. Built in the clown. I love <laughs> fucking Milton. All right, let's do let's, some questions. Uh, questions. If you have a question, you can send it to jurganit.tumblr.com slash ask. Here is a question. We got three. They're all anonymous. One says, I have anonymous here. Jordan Fisher. That's not me. Don't think that's me. Just because Jordan he's got Fisher is Jacob. Jacob won the 25th season of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, he went on to host Dancing with the Stars Juniors this year. He makes music now and has almost 2 million Instagram followers. What does he do? He, I, like I think he's a, I think he's like a singer. I, I, he's a, he's an actor. He's another stuff. He's 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 kind of like a. Is he doing it? Is he making? I, th- it? I think he's like a, a kind of lower mid tier like uh, kind of young adult actor boy. Well, oh, good for him. Yeah. Here's one that says anonymous from anonymous, and it says, "I keep getting misled by false wiki episode summaries, both by regular and by fan." <laughs> That's that say there are things like other Joes and Halloween parties, so I'm not going to try to be topical anymore. My question. Oh, this is from Roy of the show. Fuck Warlock. Uh, I yeah, I figured that. that. <laughs> Cultivation partner of the show. My uh-huh. question this time is, what kind of person does it take to dedicate so much time and effort to modifying entries about a decade old bad to mediocre teen drama on multiple websites so that they apparently reflect their fan fiction or whatever? Who does this? And then it says, who throws a shoe? Honestly, Austin Powers. That's accredited to <laughs> Austin Powers. Thanks, Classic Roy. Austin Powers bit. Um, now, <laughs> there are people out there who will fucking do anything. And there uh-huh. is still a Tumblr fandom for this show, presumably. There are people tweeting oh, oh, about for this sure. show. Like, I, I fucking go on the wiki and I see, like, comments from, like, four months ago of people being like, Ben's a bitch! And because, I mean, that's like, because, me, but... I mean, they put it, they put it up on, on new platforms, so new people are watching it all the time. And I guess yeah. that, that just keeps the buzz going forever. No, like, I, I, I think that, I think that uh, ABC Family is kind of, like, if you go on, like, Freeform, they have, like, their little, like... Uh, I think I think like when you load up the episode, sometimes they'll just, they'll just do like a, a, a free form self promo where they're like, check out all the shows that you can stream. And I think there is a, a clip from Secret Life in there. Like they're they're trying to get people to watch it. I mean, I don't. It is really weird, though, right? Like, but I mean, or, I mean, do you know what else I think? I think. Well, we're uh, we're really the reason. It's us. We, we but, brought back. But here's what I'm thinking. Uh, I uh-huh. think no one gives a shit about Secret Life of the American Teenager anymore. Whatever changes were made have been made either very, very long time ago and just no one bothered, like, no one bothered to change I, it back. I, I, no, because I, I've i I've been on the wiki. I've checked the fucking edit history. No. Oh, and these, these are these recent? Are, I mean, there are, like, old uncaught edits, like the fact that there's a picture of Jack where he, his arms are, like, 20 feet long. But, like, no, people are still going at it. Huh. 
Well, you know sorry. what, Roy? I'm so sorry. I have no answer for you. I don't know. We, we don't ask, know, Roy. I'm sorry. I'm asking it's probably the me. same question. Here's a question that I hate. <laughs> Who did this to us? This one was done to us by Anonymous, so they weren't even Coward? going to fucking own up to their sins. This says, Jordan, would you rather watch Ricky suck on Grace's... <laughs> Grace's... <laughs> no. Hold on. For the record, I did not... This was not me. Jordan, would you rather watch Ricky suck on Grace's mom's fingers for a week <laughs> or suck on Grace's mom's fingers for yourself for an hour to make it stop? Either way, you have to watch Ricky do it for at least an hour. <laughs> Sam does not have to answer this question or even acknowledge the words. Oh in my it god, anything. who fucking sent this? Maybe it was Chai? I don't know. I don't want to f- fucking implicate anyone in this. Whoever said this is not my friend anymore. <laughs> it's You're just not- that bef- before, okay, when when you posted the, the, the ask link in the Discord, uh, you made a comment about uh, Ricky saying Grace is a hot mom. I said, was that before or after Ricky sucked on Grace's fingers? And then... <sighs> Nobody in the chat besides us said anything after that, so I have absolutely no idea who this possibly could have been. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this in the episode, but looking at the Discord, uh, Kathleen makes jackface in this episode. It Kathleen ruled. does make jackface in this episode. It rules. I'll, I'll maybe I'll post it to the Twitter. Anyways, uh, I think answer it. If if finger, I mean, one week is a long ass time. You know, that's a lot. Like I'd have to eat, sleep, take showers. And I guess I just and Grace's mom is very very hot. I'm just kidding, <laughs> but but I I think I would have to I think I'd have to do it just for an hour because an hour is so much more than a week, you know. I think you said that. I mean, backwards. so much less. So, hour is so much less <laughs> than a week. Jordan, have you been paying attention in school lately? Uh huh. Okay. One hour. Well. I went to college. <laughs> I'm with. I'm in the Betty School. I have, All right. I have lots All of right. knowledge. Name a big amount of time. One hour. <laughs> Smiling serenely. One hour. <laughs> One leather, please. Um, <laughs> okay. I think I think we got it. Those are all of the questions. Sam, I, I know I'm disregarding this question because they're not my friend anymore. What about you? Uh, I would never disrespect our listeners like that. All right, that's going to do it for us. No, 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 no. Would you rather? Jurgenit.tumblr.com. Twitter.com slash stresses me. Twitter.com slash Rex is Jordan. You can join our Discord. Uh, and and lurk while Jordan and I talk about Ricky sucking on Grace's fingers and then send in questions about it and give no sign of who you are. <laughs> Coward. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash jurgenit, uh, where $1 gets you a mildly special role in the aforementioned Discord, uh, plus access to all of our bonus content, our readings of The Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens, our Circle Jurg episodes, episode audio commentaries, fan fiction readings, uh, uh fucking the grant high school exchange program uh where i think i think we're uh two two weeks we're gonna watch cyber seduction i think one week right uh it was supposed to be that but then i i remembered that i won't be here this weekend okay so the schedule's fucking off (laughs) whoops sorry uh whoops uh five dollars gets you a pretty special role in the discord uh plus you can send in a message that'll let you listen nope whoa brain let me try that again $5 $5 gets you a pretty special role in our Discord, plus a shout-out in the podcast, and you can make me or Jordan say anything you want in Ben voice, ASMR optional. Uh, $10. Yeah, I forgot the next number. Uh, I was thinking $6, but that's You were thinking number. one hour. I'm thinking of hours. number of all. Uh, 
for $10, you get all that shit, plus a super special role on our Discord that lets you listen in on the recordings while they're recording them, us doing that. Is that okay? Yeah, that was that? good. Yeah, that was okay. good. That was good. Good take. Uh, shout out to our ten and five dollars subscribers: Valerie W, Destry Hawk, H Cape, Stephanie Ruff, Doctor B, Dandy, The Smoking Dad, Colby, PR, The Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbin. Hell yeah! Have you talked about our Discord yet? I did talk about the Discord. Oh, that was when hey. I talked about uh, Ricky sucking on Grace's fingers. Oh uh, yes. Uh, speaking of Discord, if you if you are the one who sent that ask, just slide me a quick private dm i won't call you out on it i won't even tell sam who is sent it i just want to know who you are i won't even like i just need to know who sent that okay okay uh counter offer uh who would you rather know who you were when you sent that message in me or jordan i i say slide me a dm i won't tell him i'm not i'm not gonna be mad at you because i liked it i didn't have to answer the question i'm not mad i let me know look i'm not mad i'm just disappointed well i'm neither of those things i'm proud let me know (laughs) i won't tell i i I, um i'll probably tell podcast uh you can find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com uh tell your friends leave a review on itunes whatever the fuck people are doing these days thank you you to teens our, to our pod ne- podcast net. You don't want to thank Matt and his special land of podcasts. I, I do that. I do that after. Oh, okay. You do that after we're done with the episode. <laughs> no, I do that after I mention secretlifepod.com. Yeah, and you just did it, and then you were radio silent for like five whole hours. I, I think that five maybe I weeks. cut out. I, I think I might have cut out because I was still talking. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, thank you to our podcast network, Noisespace.xyz. Uh, hosted by our by our friend Matt, where you can find such wonderful podcasts as City Girls Make Do, Wonder Yerks, podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses, uh, fear baiting, Middlebrow Madness, The Stick, Ham Steak, a new one. Oh yeah, Ham Steak. That's the one about the forbidden comic, and you can and, do uh, what's that? Ch- ch- tuning check fork. Check this out. Check this out. Yeah, you got a new one. Another new one. Was Network's one? expanding. Ooh, what's that one about? Uh, we got a new podcast uh, called Picking Up Something Good, uh, a a limited run Radiohead podcast huh. uh, from uh, friends of the show. I mean, one of them is my friend. I don't know if you know either of them. <laughs> uh, uh, old, old Tumblr friend Mace and uh, uh, Nikki Flowers, Twitter user Yif Police, uh, hmm. who are going to talk about radiohead albums oh and giants confirm that's another good one. Oh, also i was on an extra ep- uh, another episode of extra credit so give that one a listen i won't i won't oh, yeah reveal. that was uh uh what was that what's that one called uh it's called it's something about ch- chaste it's about male chastity it's bad that's right that's right what more could you want <laughs> anyways facts. Wow! Beep, 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 beep. uh that's uh, it i, that I it? ruined it i'm sorry and as always Thanks, Brenda. Did your audio cut out? Are you done? I can't I'm here. Hear you. Oh, thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. And as always, get her done. Get it on. And as always, let's make get a, a deal. Big pizza. This was awful. Let's try this again. Okay. Like okay. we always say, let's get a Large pepperoni salad, doll face.
That's two words. It's one word, hyphenated. Oh Bye! God! Brandivision! American Teenager is-